Plus, we're returning our overdue library books. It's Two Hispanics and a White Guy. We've got our producer, Lila, Crummy Gummy, and I am Dr. Loomis. That's very offensive. You left out our special guest. Oh, I'm sorry. Sitting right next to me is the uh, horrible and really disturbing head of Chukaka. I didn't say to insult the man. Yeah. Jesus. Wearing an Orlando Magic hat. If you, if you but did, it's weird. He's kind of setting the tone. Like <laughs> it's 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 horrifying, but yet it also seems kind of natural for us. I know we've already talked about Chukaka in the last podcast, but it, I love it because it's so huge. Like next to you, it's basically your your belly button to the top of your head. Is yeah. that about how big this thing is? He's so soft. He is. He's well groomed. Mm. All right. All right. So um, sorry, like, I got distracted. It feels like he has a soul. Um, why'd you mention library? But, Finds and library overdue library books. We actually books. talked about it. Well, let's talk about it now because oh, they okay. have not heard us talk about so, it. Uh, Thief. I have. Uh, I once rented a bunch of DVDs uh, from a library. Let me set this up. You already. Yeah. You already make it. You're already not doing this right. Okay. <laughs> so if you're not from Orlando, our county library, you can actually rent DVDs and music and things like that, even video games. Okay. You can have a max of like 10 DVDs at a time for about one week. All right. Go ahead. Now go do your story. So years and years ago. Oh, was... wait. I'm sorry. I also have a good shit story about yeah. this. So just remind me to talk, say that again. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. So years and years ago, uh, I rented a bunch of movies while I was in grad school. And I forgot to return them on time. And so I returned them. And then uh, I, get a, I get a little letter in the mail. Or is it a letter or something that's... Um, it's probably a letter. Probably a letter. It said I owed like sixty dollars, mm. uh, and I was a grad student and I had no money, and so I was like, "Well, that's never getting paid," <laughs> and so that's it. And that's been years and years and years and years. But I liked your concern because you asked me, "Hey, you know, just like randomly yesterday, he's like, can you get and can, can the government go after me for these fines? I'm like, <laughs> can I can I get?" You know, and I used to work at the library. That's why he's asking me. I had I worked there for four years while I was in college, mm-hmm. and. Um, it's a good gig too, paid well. But it was like I, I, am a horrible person, but I love telling people they had late fees. Mm-hmm. Like when I saw, their, when I when I pulled up their account and I see they have like a hundred and twenty dollars on of late fees, mm-hmm. I just was really got excited to tell them that just to see what their reaction. You are horrible. Just, person. just to see what their reaction He's, was. You're giddy right now just from talking because about. Because I'm, I'm remembering it. I remember how funny it was because. People don't ex- people when people think think of library fines, they're thinking like a dollar, a couple of dollars here. No one's expecting to get told a hundred something dollars. <laughs> so when people say when I tell them, you know, they'd get pissed for of course, but it's their own fault. Like you yeah. could rent ten DVDs for one week. First of all, no who watches ten DVDs unless you're like bedridden. I get it. Other than that, there's no excuse. And every day they're late, they're one dollar a day. So, and, and they won't go over the DVD, the full price of the DVD, but think about it. DVD is probably like, what, 20 bucks? Yeah. So if you go 20 days, that's $20 a DVD yeah. times 10. <laughs> so it just racks up. So people would do that all the time. And, um, but they, they would always tell us that we can tell them, like, it'll go to collections. But I really don't believe that ever, they ever do. <laughs> They're just kind of on the, th- on the account. You can't use your library card. And so you pay those. Fines. I've not used my library card, <laughs> so you can't do that at all until you pay. It was that a off. sacrifice. Yeah. So, but you're safe. I don't think you're gonna get, you know, in trouble or anything. You'll be all right. Thanks, pal. You're welcome. I got you back. Uh, oh, my shit story. When I worked at the library, one of the most horrific things I've ever seen in my life took place there. What was that? 
So I had to use the bathroom. So I went to the public restroom. Okay. And as I went in there, it's about it's about the size. It has two two stalls, a mm-hmm. urinal, and a sink. I walk in. I'm already laughing. <laughs> I walk already... in, and nah. there is shit <laughs> all over the walls. <laughs> and I, when I say all over the walls, I mean walls where it's at least ten feet high off the ground, <laughs> and like the amount of shit is like horse shit level. Like it's crazy. I've never. I, I was trying to picture out how what went down here. Like the only thing I think of was it like a piece of like alternative street art or <laughs> I don't know what it was. Someone who was pissed off, maybe because I told them they had a hundred dollar library fee. They decided to shit everywhere. But like it was so crazy that like in my head I was like, okay, they must own a horse and brought in this horse shit in from there and just threw it all up on the walls. Cause it was it was so much it wasn't humanly possible. I didn't feel. How much time do you think it takes to do all that? Imagine going in and catching the person doing that. Yeah. How horrifying that is. And then like I walk in there. What if I caught the person? (laughs) You know, it's a guy. Let's face it. Well, women could do it too. We have seen some videos online. But imagine going in there and you see the person, like throwing shit up on the walls. Yeah. What do you say? I'm not saying anything. I'm walking right out, and then yeah. I'm calling the police because I'm like, this person is disturbed. Yeah, I'm a germaphobe. So yeah. when I walked into that that bathroom, I was scarred for life, my friend. It yeah. was it was insane. And I so I'm like, so is it just a one room? Bathroom? No, it had like two stalls. Jeez, it's big. Damn. And then we got up there. Put some effort and time. They into did. It. I'm, I'm like, what did they put gloves on and like baseball throw these things? I like mean, maybe to put some waiters on and just kind of I don't know. It was crazy. So of course. Uh, all right, but thank God I don't have to clean that. Even though I worked there, we had they had a janitorial staff because I would quit. <laughs> I would quit that day. I'd be like, "Fuck this! I don't get paid enough to even look at this, let alone clean it." I don't know. I feel I feel bad for the janitorial staff because I'm like, even if I was cleaning, you know, it's a library. How crazy can it be yeah. cleaning toilets? And you walk into that, yeah, man, come on. Yeah, I, I was very grateful for what for my job for not having to do that that day. I worked at McDonald's. I never saw anything close like that before. So, like, yeah, I, that was my shit story there. It was yeah. horrible. Literally, it is a shit it story. It is. It is a shitty story. Wow. Um, so, well, we forgot to mention our sponsor in our, in our library. Yeah, we wow. are en- enjoying a double black IPA from Danny Diaz, the head brewer at Rock Pet Brewery, uh, coming to you at the end of 2018. Um, definitely looking forward to it. Uh, enjoying more awesome beers uh, from Danny and his team, and uh, hopefully recording a podcast inside the actual brewery. Well, they've already. I did look on their Instagram the, the other day, and they have like broke ground. Like they're already yeah. building the actual yeah. facility, so that's pretty sweet. Yeah, um, we could record there. Yeah, like that'd in, be awesome. On the um, before it opens, yeah. like we've kind of just already put that out there. So <laughs> no, we'll do it like right now, yeah. like in the dirt. Yeah, <laughs> we could just set up a table. Yeah. We'll just record. Yeah, it's like here from Upper Brewery. Yeah, <laughs> on <laughs> with three pieces yeah. of wooden beams on, set up. on the spot news directly as far as what's happening right <laughs> now. Yes, but we're definitely looking forward to it. Danny D Double D Double D, as he's lovingly referred to us. Yes. So yes, thank you. Appreciate. It. Love the beer. I'm enjoying it right now. But we got a special episode for you today. We we saw some movies recently. Yes. Um, we're just might have to be a split episode because we saw quite a few and there's a lot to shit to talk about. But let's talk about um, Incredibles 2. Now, there is spoilers. Just like every one of our episodes, yes. we will always spoil it. I don't think it. we've ever, like, I think the first, first couple times we actually tried to do this a year ago, 
when we says, oh, no spoilers, and then we absolutely, like, five Listen, minutes later. We try to give you a quality yeah. episode yeah. that's about an hour long. If yeah. we need, if we even want to come close to making that goal happen, yeah. we need to talk about it, and then yeah. we have to live spo- give spoilers. Otherwise, we come across 30 minutes, if that. Yeah. So we would definitely do spoilers. I mean, by the time this comes out, Incredibles 2 was already out for a little yeah. while. So if you haven't seen it, go ahead. But... Um, Initial impressions, Dr. Loomis. So, a little context. Uh, the f- original Recredibles came out 14 years ago. That was crazy. I didn't even realize it was yeah. that long. Um, and to be perfectly honest, it's my favorite Pixar movie. One of my favorite animated movies of all time. Stop giving me that look. It's weird. I burped. I'm sorry. Yes. <laughs> it was, it was, it was, yes, you, um, and it was just a great... It's a great family film. It's a great superhero film. It's, it's mature, but also something that... The, again, the whole family can enjoy. And The Incredibles 2 is it picks up right uh, right where the first one left off. And it's all those things, again, really a true sequel. I saw this with Lila. And I, we, the reason why we saw it was like we just wanted a fun movie. Something that wasn't going to like... Definitely like Toy Story 3, I thought that was going to be a fun movie. That shit emotionally drained yeah, <laughs> It scars you. I, I was like, I wasn't prepared walking yeah. into this theater. This one was more what I was looking for. You need to do some breathing exercises before going into a Pixar movie. You need to kind of do some life-affirming things. Remind yourself that you're a good person. Maybe do a good deed for someone just just completely at random. Because you need to feel good. Because a Pixar movie is going to kick the is going to kick the shit out of you. Yeah. So this one was good, though. It was, it was serious but lighthearted. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. And just as, as we kind of just mentioned uh, just previously so it's just a fun movie it's we didn't have that where pixar was trying to break us down like emotionally it was just a yeah. fun family action-packed movie yeah i think um what i mean the baby kind of steals the show in oh this movie. my god absolutely i love that they gave this kid every power you could yeah. think of like i i don't know why this hasn't been in a comic book what do they where, call a polymorph that's what they call them yeah like he he had any power laser beams he could turn like duplicate versions of himself go through walls yeah turn into a monster but like the, one of the best scenes in that was him like fighting the raccoon yes like and the uh the raccoon is trying to steal stuff and he gets angry at it and so he starts fighting the raccoon at one point the raccoon gets caught in a lawn chair at their new house and the baby is engulfed in flames and it's like he was human torch yeah human torch style the raccoon's freaking out and uh it was just a really fun awesome scene uh, but I, uh, me and Mrs. Dr. Loomis were watching it and the entire time I'm watching Mr. Incredible, I'm like, that's me that I'm Mr. Incredible dealing with, <laughs> dealing with the baby. Yeah. But it, the premise is pretty much, he's a stay at home dad now. Yeah. And his, and the mom is, uh, is out, you know, superheroing. Yeah. And- she's trying to make superheroes popular again, being good standing again with the, uh, with the local communities. Uh, the world community as well. Uh, but in order to do that, they felt that Elastigirl was the best bet and not Mr. Incredible. So Mr. Incredible's at home. Because she just causes less collateral damage. Yes. When she does. And Mr. Incredible is a stay-at-home dad. And it's I was able to identify with every single thing that he had to do. <laughs> Uh, since I'm a stay-at-home dad right now, what um uh, like in in the movie he, he like he's a, like math doing math is is a headache. What do you, is there a subject you think that when your kid gets a little older that you're gonna that be I'm like, a, I'm that math like, is definitely up there. Yeah. Oh that, my god. Because like, is it a fear like you don't want to look dumb in front of your kid? Is that? It's just that it's it's that hard now because it's the way of solving equations and it's a new it's like 
I don't know how this. It's new conceptualization as far as the problem solving process. Whereas before, we just memorized math facts and operational facts. Yeah, and we just did it. You know, and we just were drilled over and over. But now you have to learn the process and the concept and all these different ways to do it. So it's to develop different ways of thinking. Uh, but it's it's something that we've started kind of recently and that other countries have been doing for a while. Um, and so we're kind of behind the eight ball. So it's some of our kids are, are still having trouble kind of picking that up. So uh, we have a, a lesser standard in mathematics compared to the rest of the country but i I mean mr incredible is a lot of dads out there can uh, can uh identify with him as far as with that scene yeah when he looks exhausted yeah i did remind remind me the time that you hit me up once to like just be like hey um, right before a podcast yeah it was before a podcast he showed up like two hours before i actually uh took off of work early and i called and he says i'm on my way listen is there any way I can take a nap at your place? Because <laughs> I don't think I'm going to be able to do the podcast if I don't get at least an hour. Because we record typically around like 6.30 to 7.30, somewhere in there. Yeah. And so he showed up like two hours earlier, and he literally just goes like, hey, man. I'm like, I'm like hey, the guest bedroom's over there. And he just, you just literally just made a beeline for it, and yeah. he just closed the door, and you went to sleep. Like, yeah. you didn't even say anything, really. Yeah. And you were there for like an hour. Yeah. But you were very refreshed after that hour. I was so happy. <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah, it it looks exhausting. It's getting better now, though, right? It's getting a lot better. But with the whole baby getting out of the bed and him having to constantly put the baby back in bed, I'm like, oh, God. Uh, Jack-Jack is a little Loomis, so... Imagine if he shot lasers out of his eyes. He does shoot lasers out of his eyes. (laughs) Oh, really? I didn't know that. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. I have have this... uh, this cage in my garage <laughs> it's like a giant hamster cage and i got it because my girlfriend and i were talking about you know me possibly getting a hedgehog but people will come into the garage what? yeah we're thinking about getting a hedgehog what about a dog or no fuck that. that's way too much responsibility <laughs> i'm not gonna walk it i'm first of all i work from home so i'm gonna be the one stuck walking it meaning it's florida it's hot swampy i don't want to go walk Why around a hedgehog? the lake there's different types of animals what's what about a hedgehog they're cool looking they're cool looking. And they're cute. Sonic. No, it's got nothing to do with Sonic. I didn't really care for Sonic much. And nor would I call this hedgehog Sonic. I'm way more creative than that. Yeah. But uh, they're, they're relatively clean animals. Okay. They just look it's cool. something you definitely appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Listen, I don't have time to walk a dog. I, I Everybody in my complex has dogs. Would you walk your hedgehog? In the house? Sure. <laughs> but like, there's people, they walk their dog three, four times a day. I see them out my window. I was like, you can't be productive if that's going on. Now, your complex has a little dog park, right? Yeah, it does. Would you take your hedgehog to the dog park? No, because the dog will probably eat it <laughs> or kill it or something like that. Though, having it battle a squirrel could be pretty dope. Yeah. Mm. Put a little armor on the hedgehog. Mm. Maybe we'll make that Insta stories in our Instagram. <laughs> there you go. But, uh, oh, anyways, I have the cage. So people will come in and they'll be asking like, oh, what's a, what, why do you have a cage here? Yeah. And I always, <laughs> I always tell them the same thing. I say, oh, that's for when Dr. Loomis comes over and I need to babysit the kid. Yeah. I just, you know, I put him in there. <laughs> and I, it's, it's a funny joke that I love telling every single time someone comes he, by. Little Loomis loves it. It's perfectly fine. Listen, you can fit him in there perfectly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's very tight. He feels secure. I love your kid, but he can't stay still. No, he came by the other day and he was all over the place. Like yeah. he just does not stay still. So you know, sometimes you gotta put him in a cage. Yeah, I'm just kidding. By the way, that's not really true. We don't do that. <laughs> that's that's abuse. Yes, it is. And we take that seriously here. Yes, we do. At two Hispanics and a white guy. Yeah, because we're all about being serious. We just lock him in the bathroom. 
All right, back to Incredibles 2. So, yeah, overall, I liked it. Um, some really great action scenes. And the whole the, the, the action scene with the train with Elastigirl, I thought was brilliant. And then the, the fight where she fights the screen slaver uh, in his apartment. Room. Oh yeah, yeah. That was kind of freaky. Like I was, that was really, really good. I felt like the villain looked familiar of other villains. I just couldn't put my finger on it. I don't remember what it was, but he reminded me of a villain from what was it? Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Oh, Megavolt. You going way back? Yeah, Megavolt. What did he look like? I don't remember. It was a mouse, and he had. I don't know. It's just for some reason it looked like Megavolt. I'm looking it up. I've got to look it up. And then... I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was... Like I said, it was a lot of fun. Um, I want that car. The car was cool. Uh, I liked that Frozone had a bigger part in this. Yeah, absolutely. And then seeing all Jack Jack's powers, just like you said, Crummy Gummy, and how they kind of played into everything was just awesome. Yeah, it was... I mean, they really did... It was really... They did a great job with this movie. Even like... It didn't skip a beat. I felt like as if the first one just came out like two years ago and this just kind of followed right through so do you hope for a third a third movie uh yeah i mean there's kind of a curse with trilogies like the third movie is always kind of bad it's not as good but i don't know like the first one was good this one was good so i think they could pull it off for a third one but if they did i would want to be years in the future when jack jack's grown up and like mr incredible and And he's like an abusive father <laughs> a drug problem. Yeah, drug problem. Come on, no, Pixar, make it happen. He's about he's about to retire. Oh, I just, I'm looking at Megavolt now from Chippendales. <laughs> um, he kind of does look him, like him a little bit, just yeah. minus the rat part. Chippendales was a good cartoon. Yeah, it was good. Best best co op NES game of all time. That was a fun video game. Yeah, nice. All right, cool. So yeah, so all in all, what, what do you rate Incredibles two? Oh, I give it. I mean, if we're doing five stars, five stars. I'll give it. I'm going to have to give it four. Four? I like it, but, you know, like I said, it's very lighthearted. There's not, they don't go into deep with a lot of stuff, but that's cool. But I enjoyed it. I think if they went too dark, it, w- it would just be repeating the first one. first one was I guess like super dark. For picks, and for- the villain, it was definitely, it was a different type of villain than, from the first one than this one. All right, maybe it suffered from not a, a strong villain, because it, it was the lady and uh not that she's not strong it's just it's she, trying to say he's shut up <laughs> she wasn't as really engaging as uh, uh sinstro was in the first one yeah i agree the villain was so so but i mean I, I enjoyed it like incredibles isn't my favorite pixar movies it's just like one of those like what's your favorite pixar movie uh i mean it has to be probably toy story i mean they they, they got they got better like number three is crazy yeah that you don't really see that. What do you think about the fact they're making a fourth one? I mean, if it's good, whatever, I'm down. Okay. It's it's all that matters because it, it's it's anime it's animated movies. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like they're cartoons. So if they make it good, and I'm down to watch it. All right, you know, j- just real quick, you know, there's a theory that all the Pixar movies exist in the same universe. Have you heard that before? In the same universe as what? In the same universe, basically, they're all happening in some way. What do you mean, though? Of, of like, like of, Toy Story, like the toys in Toy Story are in the same universe as Incredibles. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I mean, I could kind of see it. Why not? That'd be cool, right? 
Though The Incredibles takes place in the the time period would be different because this has like a vibe. It's from a nineteen thirties, nineteen kind of forties uh, vibe to it. Incredibles. Yeah, it's kind they're, of, it's they're like more like in the sixties and seventies though in this, aren't they? Like, I thought it was kind of, well, I guess not nineteen thirties, nineteen fifties, nineteen sixties. Yeah. So toys were not alive back then. <laughs> yes, they gained sentience. <laughs> yes, afterwards. So. Yeah, so I enjoyed the movie. Check it out if you haven't seen it, even though we spoiled it for you. Watch it anyways. Who cares? Yeah, absolutely. Bring bring the girlfriend. Bring the child. Yeah. As long as they're not too young and start crying. Yes. She... We're going to talk about that. Yeah, definitely. But we'll, I think we'll save that for the next podcast. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we also are watching, I just finished it, is Luke Cage season two. Yes. Now, you're, you still got the last episode. I still have to watch. do the last. Little Loomis has not let me. We watched a little bit today. Uh, sorry, we didn't. Uh, Dr. Loomis watched it while <laughs> Little Loomis was taking a nap. That's what happened. It's a child movie. It's let's, kids can watch. Let's Luke go Cage. with that. Yeah, it's a child's TV show. Um, so I first of all, I like it better than the first one. Yes, like, with Luke Cage, I liked the uh, the first part a lot in season one, and then I feel like it kind of got. Oh, it, it dropped. It off. dropped off mostly because of the villains. This one, I actually felt it came like a good. And villains were consistent all the way through. Yeah. Now, if you haven't seen this, I'm about to spoil a little bit for you. Now. Iron Fist is in this briefly. Yeah. Probably like two episodes, maybe three. Can't remember. I think it was... No, I don't... Th- he's mentioned a lot, but he physically shows up and I think only one. Maybe one. Yeah. I don't know. I watched them all together. So but it was... Know. But he was in it throughout the entire episode. I'm pretty confident that the people who write for for Luke Cage... <laughs> listen to Listen our- to our podcast. Yeah. Because they did exactly what we'd always been saying. We yeah. always shit on Iron Fist because we felt like he's a horrible... He did a bad acting job. Yeah. His kung fu sucks. And he's angry, which makes no sense yeah. for someone that does kung fu and yeah. meditates and shit. But this time around, he didn't speak as much. <laughs> yes, he didn't talk as much. <laughs> they kept his lines short. Oh. Kung fu was better. The kung Not... Fu- not great. Yeah, not great, but they clearly made cut scenes so where they did the best they can to make it look good. Yeah. So, and I kind of like the, the team up with Luke Cage. Like, they oh, had, the patty, the patty cake. That's patty, from the comics. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. They had a cool the, the patty cake move was pretty dope. So that, that that was cool to see. Um, and you know he was I was into it. Like I can honestly say I actually I liked Iron Fist in this season too. Yeah, with Luke Cage. And so what I like it was just great seeing the Luke Cage Iron Fist team up from the comics. That's so. Uh, ever present through Marvel Comics actually come to life. Yeah, and not that that you didn't see that in Defenders. I mean, they they were both there, but this was squarely on the Iron Fist, Luke Cage, and even then friendship. in Defenders, I felt like the chemistry wasn't there. Yeah, like it just they were trying to trying to make it happen, but I didn't feel like it fit. Yeah, and in this one, it felt more natural. Yeah, it was completely natural. They did a good job with it, and he and you know he's more zen. Yeah. in this one which He's makes more actually iron fist <laughs> yeah so i i dug that um i think the it's a creative way how they throw in like he's got that kid that at the barbershop that makes the clothing and yeah. stuff and they use like a uh, power man power man yellow yeah like the, uh what was it sweet christmas t- sweatshirt sweet christmas green sweet sisters orange yeah, yeah. so that, that's kind of cool how they incorporate that um and they did a good job with the villains they didn't fucking try to kill anybody off early on mm-hmm. they, they they rode the whole movie so like um shades was probably one of my favorites shades was great i think really a groundbreaking character in a lot of ways i agree yeah because he's got no superpowers at all no but he's not he, he's smart and he kind of he hands he's it. smart he's slick he's cool 
Uh, and he gets stuff done exactly. He's probably he, got shitty eye vision though, right? Because he wearing <laughs> sunglasses all day. Uh, well, he, he well they explain how he became shades in 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 the series. Yeah, but let's go with yeah the shades. Well, vision. I mean, apparently he's but he went with it and continued wearing <laughs> yeah. it all the way from his young adult. So way to go, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he he was I was always into his every time his character was on screen I always was captivated yeah. by him and great act it's got a, now I'm drawing a blank at the actor but he pre he did uh, he was on Sons of America he was fantastic there as oh well. Luke's father yeah uh, no the guy who played Shades. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. You he was on yeah. Sons of Anarchy. No, his sexual relationship with uh, was it Mariah? Right with Black Mariah. Black Mar- it, um, you know what? It was weird. It was weird. And I have to be honest, it 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 made me feel weird and uncomfortable. But not to get on a soapbox, I'll, probably a lot of women feel that way when they see probably an older guy, an older. Oh, actor. absolutely. Yeah. So I mean, definitely. Get out with a young girl. Kind of got that taste of the medicine the other way around. Yeah, because and the whole time I'm even thinking of like Shades is like, oh, Shades is not into her. Like yeah. he's using her. Is what yeah. I thought. In some ways, I think he is, and there are other times where I he I think he's generally. He he sees her for who she is, like the good part. Like he, that's what attracts him to her. Yeah. Um, because he's like, you became a real gangster when you threw Cornell out the window. Yeah. Um, but let's talk about the other interesting aspects of his character and why he's kind of breaking the mold for, you know, the the tough guy, uh, mobster gangster type of characters. Um, why is that? Why is why is he breaking the mold? Do you? He has no superpowers. No. Well... He's handsome. There's another... There's another... Uh, he has a, a guy called Comanche who kind of uh, is with oh, him. Oh, right, right. Yeah. That's so, a cool turn I didn't see coming. Yeah, he did, absolutely didn't see it coming as far as... These two grew up together. And you you learn the whole story as far as Comanche and Shades. And they, they were actually in the comics together. Um, and they grew up together and they went to prison and they had a bound chicka bam bam and they and from a very deep friendship developed into a a, a romance in prison and it ended did you see that coming at all like when they started talking no, i was absolutely like not. i was like oh wow okay absolutely not um i thought for, i th- thought the same like you was using mariah but then i was kind of unsure it's like there's sometimes he generally cares about her so like i i was always like what is going on and then they kind of they definitely talked to us like yeah they they I mean, were, yeah, they were in love. Comanche, well, Comanche was all up, loved them and everything. Yeah. And I guess Shades did too. But and the death scene between the that where Comanche got killed, yeah, uh, that was that was pretty deep. Well, what I thought was crazy when um, he goes to Comanche's mo- mother's house, yeah, and tells him what happened and how she ends up seeing finding the truth later yeah. on. That shit was like, man, you felt it. You're yep. like, fuck. That's, yep. That really, that, that's messed up. I thought, what a great way to kind of break the mold. Because when we see, especially for males, uh, homosexual characters, gay characters, um, they're not portrayed in the most, you know, tough. Yeah. They're not portrayed in a tough light. They're portrayed as flamboyant, not tough, wimpy. And we definitely see that that's that's just a completely irrelevant yeah, stereotype. Yeah, you're right. I, to, I don't know how I totally forgot about that. But like the only time I've seen that is in, in Moonlight, that movie that won the Academy Award. I did um, not get to see that. It was it, he was like a gangster type of guy who yeah. was gay. Yeah. And he kind of was kind of closeted for for a long time. But mm-hmm. you don't see ever see that in movies. Mm-hmm. And you're right. They, they did do that in this one. Like you didn't. You know, you don't. It's not what you expected. Yeah. And then they definitely broke stereotypes. His his sexuality 
is 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 secondary. It's yeah. it's it doesn't really it doesn't really matter to him. It, he's just this character that you just are completely engaged with, and you buy into it too. Yeah. It's not like you feel like it was forced at all. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, you know, you kind of okay. I can kind of see that. Like, yeah, it, I, it makes it makes a little bit of sense. So yeah, you're right. That was pretty cool. Yeah, was awesome. And just learning her whole story, continuing on from the first one to here, and learning everything that happened with the whole Stokes family. Uh, to the Bushmaster family and everything that went down to how she became who she is was just awesome. And I, I was I was so happy that I stuck through the end of the first season and continued on through this. And I can't wait to see how it all ends in, in the last episode. Yeah, you didn't think they would go, you'd be able to go deeper? Went really, really deep. Yeah, like, it, and it's, and it, yeah, I mean, throughout the entire season, um, which you're just kind of like, man, this family is fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of shit that goes down. As bad as you feel, as bad as mad and as angry as Black Mariah gets, makes you feel. Uh, it's like, oh man, she just is completely horrible. She's a monster. Um, but then you just learn her entire story, and it's like, God, you know, you feel you're you're that much angry more because you feel bad for her. She's finally like giving up the politics and be like, you know, fuck it. I'm gonna be cruel and be the will do whatever I want. Screw my family. I don't care. Yeah, I'm, it's my rules now. I'm gonna be what Ma- Mama Mabel made me. And yeah, you learn. You get to see a little bit of Mama Mabel, who was also in the comics, mm-hmm. and so she was only mentioned by name in the first season. It's like, oh man, they're gonna show Mama Mabel. They did, and I was like, ah, you know. Um, but they actually showed her in this. In this she one, was, she in was flash, messed up yeah, too. Mama Mabel doesn't fuck around, and then you also learn about Uncle Pete and. Oh, yeah. that gross stuff. Right? Yeah, so yeah, so and then of course we haven't even talking about Bushmaster, which he, I, he he does an awesome job in this too. Does a fantastic job. Uh, makes Jamaican people seem like the ultimate badasses on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and like he he's 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 very imposing. Like he's yeah. a big dude. Yeah, and they do hint that basically he had some kind of superpowers. Yeah, being from birth, like whether it be regeneration of health or something. But it wasn't until like they did the was it did the nightshade the nightshade yeah and he always thought the nightshade gave him the powers but what they learned from the voodoo doctor uh, and all the flashbacks is the nightshade reveals someone's true nature or true abilities yeah and uh, and so yeah the 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 abilities they had are are are, from, are something he was born with I like that they gave him the fighting style of like capoeira yeah so, like he's like very like doing. These crazy kids. It was a good and, contrast to Luke Cage, just all-out brawler stuff. Yeah, yeah, and so and I like how they incorporate even like uh, what was it called? Um, the his app that people can find. Luke yeah, the Cage. Heroes app. Heroes app. <laughs> yeah. That would totally be something that would be going on nowadays if yeah. that if a superhero existed. Yeah. They'd create an app just where you could track him all the time. What was it called? The hero find uh, Harlem's hero app. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, that, I thought that was kind of funny. Um, yeah, Bushmaster was great. Like I thought. And you feel for him too, you know, like he, he oh my God, absolutely. He like, had a really shit upbringing as well, you know. And every single, even all the villains feel that they're doing good for Harlem. They feel like they're doing good for their communities. Yeah. That just that in order to do that, they have to make sacrifices that are completely unethical and immoral. Let's talk about, let's step away from the villains and talk about my favorite, one of my, my favorite guys luke cage's father oh yeah 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 i thought that was really cool to see yeah and luke they you his acting range 
it went further than the season one. I feel like in season two because of his father that's yeah. in this. Like he, you can start to feel, you know, everything that he's going through. Like when his mom, his mom died and his yeah. dad blaming the cancer on him mm-hmm. and all that heavy shit, and trying to deal with that with her with his de- with his father the preacher and all that kind of stuff. Did you see him in House of Cards? Yeah, yeah, he said. Yeah, he does, uh, he says the barbecue restaurant. Yeah, he has the barbecue restaurant. He tells uh, President Underwood to fuck off and everything like that. Yeah, I would never ever fuck with this guy ever. Yeah, uh, and he, even as a pastor in Luke Cage, I'm like, you know what? No, I'm still. I would never, absolutely never. Yeah. Um, and you're right. He he abs- having him there absolutely brought up more from Luke Cage. His turmoil. Yeah, basically turmoil, and just to see the conflict. And tension between those two was fantastic, uh, and then it, it's as as hard and as tight as the tension was. Then it eases into a, a really sweet father son relationship later on in the in the later episodes. Yeah, uh, which was fantastic. They had great character development mm-hmm. in this season, absolutely from the villain side and the better than season one. Okay, so I was really really happy with how well the music was awesome. I really. Oh my god! Yeah, I liked it because you got you got blues, you had jazz, you had reggae, Aaron there. Classic Wu Tang hip hop too, so it was I it's RZA. A, yeah, so it's a great it's a great um, soundtrack too. So check Did that RZA out. Did do it? He was involved. No, in no, the Ghostface f- was in Ghostface, Ghostface Killer, Killer. Was in this one. Yeah. Okay. I I really enjoyed it. You'll enjoy the last episode. Oh, very good. I'm, I I'm didn't excited. reveal anything. So, uh, do we know what's up next? Is it Iron Fist two? On Netflix. Mm, if I would have done my homework, I could tell you, but I don't know off the top of my head. What would you hope for? Well, I I think you know, Daredevil and, and Punishers have been my favorite so far. Um, I would hope for Daredevil, and I think they're going to do the story arc where he meets his mom because he's believed that his mom has been dead all these years. But you see, at the end of Defenders, he woke he's being cared for in that convent, and actually, one of those nuns supposedly is is actually his mom. And season two takes place of Luke yeah. Cage after Defenders. Yes, it does. So we'll see how it goes. There's going to be a lot of big developments for the Marvel Netflix universe uh, if things keep going soon. Yes. And so lastly, you were telling me the story that I didn't even realize of a, of a, a DC, was it New York Times or New York Post? So uh, if you guys have been following uh, DC Rebirth, you know that they're Tom... In the okay, in the comics. Uh, Tom King, very famous author, American author, has been writing uh, Batman since Batman 1. Um, and he's been, the big thing that's been focused in this story, in his arc, has been uh, the romance between Batman and Catwoman. Okay? And it's all been leading up to issue 50, where they were going to get married. It's been a huge year, two and a half year long event. Uh, there's been dozens and dozens of high profile artists doing varying covers, Jim Lee, Joe Mad, um, J. Scott Campbell, um, just tons of cool uh, covers out there that people have been pre-ordering, things like that. Uh, and everyone's been wanting to see as far as, you know, what's it, what's it going to happen? How's it really going to go down? And it comes out on July 4th. Tomorrow, yeah, yeah. July 4th. Um, however, um, if you do a simple Google search, you'll already know uh, the ending to it and because... DC and the New York Times together, and I want to say that again, DC and the New York Times together spoiled the ending and kind of let everyone know what was happening. How it went down was 
Um, the guy who does the vow vow articles in the New York Times where they do the wedding announcements, mm-hmm. uh, he was a comic fan, so he wanted to kind of put something out there for the Batman and Catwoman thing. And, you know, it was kind of something fun. He, DC kind of let him know as far as, hey, they're not actually, so this is a big spoiler, uh, but it's, again, New York Times already spoiled. By the time this comes up, it's already out. So, um, Batman and Catwoman are not getting married. Catwoman actually uh, leaves them at the altar. Like, she doesn't even show up. Bitch. Uh, Yeah. So. My grandpa did that to a woman once. Ooh. Yeah. He said he, uh, he drove up to the church yeah and saw her at the altar and then was kind of was like no and and just went back home and, and then uh i mean he made the right decision i guess because then he married my grandmother and everything went fine there you go but uh that's a crazy thing to do period yeah so all right continue i just I don't know why it's so new york times did this whole article it's called it just wasn't meant to be um and people rightfully were absolutely really, really upset. They There's revealed everything in the book, right? Pretty much revealed absolutely everything that went down. Um, and some people are just upset that the ending was spoiled. Lots of other people, and probably the majority of people, are actually upset about the actual content that was actually written. Because for pretty much the entire run of this arc, um, they've been teasing that they're going to get married. And plus, you have people who have invested in all these uh variant covers and things like that comic book stores local comic book stores have bought all these additional copies and they uh, and they buy these from dc like they buy these months direct, in advance yeah months in advance they these are them they cannot resell them back to dc comics um and now uh people are like well what the fuck you guys pretty much advertised one thing and then you just completely switched it at the last minute not only that you actually spoiled this fucking shit disaster yeah. for us and so if you go on tom king the the author for the, the writer for the book or dc's twitter it's just complete hate uh <laughs> and i have to be honest i'm kind of enjoying seeing them get roasted a little yeah bit. yeah i mean yeah because well, i mean what were they thinking were they thinking maybe that article was going to get posted after the release no i from dc actually said the reason they they did a, a little thing a spokesperson from dc said they they wanted to kind of get out from uh, from the people from the comics uh, scanners not scammers scanners um, who get up who somehow get their hands on a copy before it comes out and scan the entire book onto the net and therefore it starts showing up and things like yeah that. which I mean what I mean how I don't know what's the amount of people that actually go and search that stuff out but I mean if you're buying devil's the books, advocate I think it could be a fair amount of people it could be yeah but I mean. You to go with the New York Times? No, that's a completely stupid. Why, that, the, that, why the fuck would you do? That? More people will see that yeah. over over anything of someone scanning the th- the pages and putting yeah. it online. Um, so yeah, that that's I'm still I'm gonna try to buy the issue tomorrow because I kind of I like the controversy behind it. I'm not gonna buy an issue. Uh, I'm, I'm I feel kind of burned to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think it's. I think just again, I'm I'm kind of with those people. Uh, I actually had pre-ordered one, and um, I'm not going to get the one I pre-ordered. But I am going to buy another book because so, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do that to my local comic book shop. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, don't be a dick. Yeah, I'm. I'm not going to be a dick. I'm. I'm still going to give them my money, but I'm not going to do the. I'm not because this do... is a book they anticipated which was going to sell yeah. very well. Yeah. So I'm curious when I go, if there'll be a lot yeah. of issues on the show. Please don't be a dick to your local comic book store. If you're not going to buy Batman Fifty, I completely understand. But please buy another book. Yeah. Um, like Scooby Doo or something. But yeah, I can. I'm completely in the camp where I feel like they've been just setting up this big, huge thing, and then it's uh it's a just complete s- switch at the last minute and plus like i was looking forward to kind of seeing batman in a new light because i've already seen him be an unhappy person for so long <laughs> yeah like th- i understand that's batman i think it's interesting to kind of change it up to see as far as how this new thing how this new factor yeah being he, married- was, he was gonna get married yeah. and and you know be happy for a little while and that's tom king and I, we kind of joke about Batman being happy, but that's kind of been a thing that he's kind of... Bat, Bruce Wayne, throughout the entire run of Tom King's uh, comic book, is he's toying with ideas of what it would be like for him to be truly happy. Mm-hmm. And it was really kind of cool, because you were seeing growth from Batman as a character. And as awesome as and as cool as Batman is, and as badass as we all know as he is, there's he's he doesn't grow he's not a character that really grows he's pretty much stagnant all the time yeah um he's just i mean it's just a very charismatic feel so to actually see some growth and some him to see for him to kind of evolve a little bit was really cool to see so now he's going to be depressed again yeah, now he's going to be really fucking depressed <laughs> so the only thing is tom Crane yesterday because i've been just i've been on this twitter the entire time uh has said i did not know that he signed up to do a hundred issues of batman wow. so he says that issue 50 is not the end that he has a this whole other arc planned for 100 but people are like there's no fucking way you're going to honey like honeypot us again so yeah. no. Uh, and is it like is it is that interesting because he's not going to do it twice i don't think right no there's like, no way you can do this promotion twice like <laughs> uh, and i think it's if you were going to do this either they get married or maybe she dies or i don't something. know like if you were gonna do this, you need to do it at the end of the at the end of your hundred issues or something. Not yeah, fucking burn your bridge, burn your fucking house down with this shit. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I gotta look at the Twitter. That sounds really funny. It's really like just to go in the comments and it's like, oh my god. Wow, DC, you fucked up. You did fuck up. New York Times, you fucked up too. So, but I'm still going to get the issue, and I will report back if I find a bunch of issues I, on the show. Don't show it to me, because I'll burn it, okay? <laughs> I mean it. I'm gonna, I'll, I'll read it to you. No, you won't. Uh, mm-hmm. I already, actually, I already know. Ooh, can we reenact it? Like, um, you're at the altar, you're Bruce Wayne, and, I, le- and I leave you at the altar? Yeah, only if you wear a Catwoman towel. <laughs> yeah. yeah Little right. do you know I have a, le- I have a leather uh, jumpsuit. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. <laughs> All right, boys and girls, that is the end of our podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. We know we did. Yes. Dr. Loomis, um, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram, CreepyDrLoomis. If you ever have convo questions about it, about anything, yeah. ask them. We'll bring it up on the podcast. No one ever talks to me. I'm lonely. Yeah, he's lonely. He loves yeah. comic book yeah. talk. So whether it be on his Instagram or on ours, which is also two Hispanics and a white guy. And I pretty much answer all the questions. On yeah, that. yeah, you do. Anything comic related, he's the one answering it. So um, if you have questions, maybe we'll, we'll talk about it in the po- next podcast. Yeah. So Make sure to comment below on our post. Um, big props to Pinata Protest. 
for letting us use their music in this podcast. So check them out on Instagram under the same name. Thanks to Lila of LilaLittlesFine.com for editing this and producing this podcast because we could not do it without her. If you notice, we sound better. It's because we got some new equipment yeah. and it's easier to edit. makes yeah. her life a little easier. So we're, we're moving on up, people. That's right. We're moving on up. Daniel oh. Diaz. Dan Double D. Daniel, Daniel Diaz. Uh, you can find him at uh, Brew underscore Danny underscore brew and also check out the rock pet uh instagram account as well and check out our website to hispanics and a white guy.com we got our podcast there we got a blog and we also got a cooking with dr loomis segment if you don't know what the hell that is this is for you people who love food which is a me and two who are into grilling um we dr loomis is a grill master and we he's been making some nerd recipes um, what's, what's a teaser? What's going to be coming up next? So, what's coming up next? Well, we're going to be posting. I'm almost done with the article for our Jurassic Park steaks. Oh, uh, yeah. They were really good. So, I think what's coming up next? That we, one. We no. always try to tie it in with a movie. So, we got Ant-Man and Wasp coming out. Ooh, chocolate-covered ants. Yeah. Oh, but, you know, we've got uh, a movie that I'm really excited about, but uh, Crummy Gummy's even more excited about <laughs> is... <laughs> The Meg, about the <laughs> giant shark from the Steve Alton novels. So maybe we'll do some tuna. With Jason Statham. Yeah, with Jason Statham. <laughs> I just want to know how that conversation went down. I, I First of all, when you told me about this movie being made, and first of all, that it's from a book and that you've read the book. I've I, read... <laughs> I've read the entire series. (laughs) I was I thought you were just bullshitting me the whole time. But it's another. It's a Jaws movie. Is what it is. It's like another shark movie. Supersized Jaws. Yeah. So the trailers are already out. If you've gone to the theater, Uh, we definitely are going to have to watch it because it just sounds. It looks funny as hell. So I'm going to have to um to watch it but um yeah so that's gonna be our next hope by the by the time this is up we'll probably do a big seafood uh maybe some lobster or maybe some tuna things like that so. nice so by the time this episode is aired um that jurassic park um revise already up on yeah there. we're gonna have it up yeah absolutely so, and up but you know if you're interested in just grilling anything we have some couple of recipes yeah. already up there that he's done and you know what just throw it out there i'll be happy to answer grilling questions as well Okay. On Instagram. Look at that, guys. What? What? Look at I'm all here the to help. all the services he's offering for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. All right. So until next time, Chukaka, you got anything to say? Wow. All right. Later, guys. Adios. <laughs>